Welcome to our Frontline City Church podcast. This message will activate and inspire you in the supernatural love of God to find your purpose and reach your destiny through Christ. Welcome, really, really welcome. I believe God has ordained this moment 39 years and one month ago on the 3rd of March. 1983, I gave my life to the Lord, and I sat on a sand dune, and God had this meeting in in his mind when he said to a young 16-year-old boy, come, I'm sending you out. I'm sending you out. God had this meeting in plan for you for today, because God wanted to touch you today. Yeah, we're sitting in a leaky, rainy after. But God has an appointment with you. Oh, Shindaranuku. Shortly after that 1983 meeting, a young boy with lots of faith and lots of belief that God could do anything. We were in hostel in what we call Kosais in George. And one day, they, from our hostel window, you can see the mountain. There was a huge forest fire in the mountain. And daily there was a train that went over the mountain to Otsuren. And we watched the train go up the mountain. And it stopped to wait for the fire. But another fire started behind it and blocked the train in with a fire in front of it and a fire at the back of it. And we as eight or nine Christians, all of us schoolboys, I was 16, I was the oldest, started praying and said, God, do the impossible. Change the direction of the wind, because when a fire is, the wind always goes up a mountain. We want the wind to blow down the mountain so that the fire would move back on itself. We went into the study hall for a while where we couldn't see the fire, but we kept on praying. When we came out, an hour later, the fire had stopped itself. It had turned around on itself. The wind direction had changed, and God answered the prayer of a couple of school people that took God by his word and said, we believe in you for a change. We believe in you to save the lives of those people on the train. And that's the kind of miracle that I feel that God is wanting to do in people's lives here. You might have no plan. You might have fire in front of you. You might have fire behind you. But God says, today, I am turning that around. Today, I'm doing something incredible. I want to share some of our testimony through the years with you today. Some of the things that we experienced. Uh, After we got married, we lived in Port Elizabeth, and I got a job in Nisner. And we wanted to move back to the Southern Cape, because that's where I grew up, and I believed there. So I had a job, but I couldn't live on one salary, and so my wife had to have a work. She was working for the government in 1993 in the time of transition, and all posts were frozen. They're saying there's no new posts being given out. Everything will happen after 1994 elections. Nothing is changing at this stage a couple of months before the new election. So when she applied for a government job in Nisner, they just said, no, all posts are frozen. But we trusted God, and I drew a little picture. Remember that, my love? I said, we have our faith, and then we get nervous, and then we turn back. But the answer, just before the answer comes, we turn back. 
And I mean, it took a decision again. We said, we're going like that. And we put that up in her government office. Said, we are trusting God. And there's this little picture, the hand-drawn faith picture that we are going to push through. So their whole office of very unsaved, naughty, naughty people <laughs> um, was there and all saw this picture. And I don't remember the young girl's name, but Michelle, unsaved, don't know Jesus, but she was in the personnel department. And the one day she comes running down the passage. I was there to have lunch with mom. And she comes running down the passage and says, one post has opened up at the Neisner Hospital and we've put your name in and they've approved it. Two days before we had to move, they opened a position for her. While the whole country's positions are frozen, God opens a position for her. At that same time, the company I was working for had one company house in the whole company. They had 180 branches, but only one company house, and that was the company house in Neisner. Guess who gets the position in Neisner with a company house? Company car and company house. We went from one place to a whole other place because we believed God. And this is, we've had many, many testimonies like that. The challenges doesn't stop. They get more as God increases you. But I can tell you, we've walked for 40 years in answered prayer, in breakthrough prayer again and again. Turn with me to 2 Kings 5 and verse 8 to 16. So it was when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, that he sent to the king saying, why have you torn your clothes? Please let him come to me and he shall know that there's a prophet in Israel. There was a situation where this king of Syria, that's much stronger than Israel, was sending to Israel to say, they must pray for me because I've heard that their God answers prayer. But the king of Israel got scared when he heard that his enemy was coming to him for prayer. And Elisha the prophet said, why are you scared? Send him to me. And then Naaman came with his horses and chariot and he stood at the door of Elisha's house. Imagine here we are and there comes this convoy of cars with the blue lights and everybody and guards and they all stop there and they come out and they want prayer and I don't even come out there. I send a messenger to him saying, go and wash in the Jordan seven times and your flesh shall be restored to you and you shall be clean. So this king of Syria expected to be treated with respect. He expected the prophet to stand in awe of him. But the prophet had such a conviction about who he was in God, he just sends a messenger to go and pray for the king. Doesn't even come out of his house. And he says, go and wash yourself. But Naaman became very furious and went away and said, Indeed, I said to myself, he'll surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and heal the leprosy. I want to tell you that God does not always answer in the way we expect. You might not expect to meet the God of God here under Aftak in the rain on a cement floor. You might not expect to meet the Holy One in this kind of circumstances. But the package doesn't come in the way you expect. <laughs> Are not the Abana and Father, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? 
So he turned away and went away in a rage. Guys, Satan will always try and stop you from your miracle by you looking at the package and saying, this doesn't suit me. This doesn't appeal to me. I'm not comfortable here. But God wants to get past all of that because he wants you to meet the person, not the package. Oh, and his servants came near and spoke to him and said, my father, if the prophet had told you to do something great, would you not have done it? How much more then when he says to you, wash and be clean? So he went down and dipped seven times in the Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child. And he was clean. There's this incredible message in this thing. That the miracle is in the instruction. The miracle is in the instruction. When God says, do this, even though it's difficult, even though it challenges you, even though it doesn't fit what you expected, be obedient in faith. Be obedient even in the little things. Because God is God and he will do it his way. So he went down and dipped himself seven times according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child. And he returned to the man of God and all his aides and came and stood before him and said, Indeed, now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. Now therefore, please take a gift from your servant. But he said, as the Lord lives before whom I stand, I will receive nothing. And he urged him to take it, but he refused. You see, God is not about the money. God is not about the things of God. We're not doing this to earn anything. We are doing this in obedience to God. And God says, I want to touch you and let you experience who I am through the miracle that you receive. Who's trusting God for a miracle here today? Let me see. Are you seriously trusting God for an interference? Oh, Lord God, I bring everyone who raised their hands before you. I bring everyone who is trusting for a miracle. Lord God, let it be done according to what I trust. Let it be done according to what I believe. Even Jesus sent many to go and wash themselves. The ten lepers, only five returned. Because sometimes we receive our miracle. But because it doesn't come in the package we accept, we take the miracle, but we don't necessarily believe it. One of the other miracles that we experienced as a family in 1999, our little daughter was two years old. She had a fever, but my mom-in-law was looking after her, and we were having a braai with friends. And suddenly, she stopped breathing because of the fever. She just turned blue, and my mom-in-law came rushing into the lounge with his blue child. And we said, what now, God? And we started trying to do CPR and praying, and we jumped in a friend's car and rushed to the closest hospital, which was actually still busy being built. We'll try and wrap it up before we all get wet. But if you're getting baptized, be glad. By absolute, absolute, people call it chance, but we call it a miracle. Our very own doctor was at that hospital looking to if he can have his rooms there. And um, he took our daughter from our arms, did CPR on her, and made her come alive again. But the 
he was there on a Sunday afternoon just looking to see if there was rooms available for him to move his tractors to there, which was pure chance, but it saved our life. And like that, everything in your life, God has set up something before your trouble. Before she stopped breathing, he put him, the doctor there already. Before the fever came, he made him say, go Sunday afternoon and look for that. God has already set up an answer to your miracle. It's already in play. You've just got to believe. Oh, I want to take it quickly. Maybe I'll continue tonight. We all know the story of Hannah praying for a child. And she's praying so intensely in 1 Samuel 1 and verse 9. See, she's saying, praying so intensely that Eli thinks she's drunk. Now, we all know the story of Eli that he had lost his anointing. There wasn't much word coming at the time. But when he saw her tears, he said to her um, in verse 17, Go in peace. And may the God of Israel grant the request that you have asked of him. And God is saying today, go in peace. Your request has been answered. Go in peace. That which you are fighting for for so long. Because just the verse before that, she said, but I'm very discouraged. And I was pouring out my heart to the Lord. Don't think I'm a wicked woman. For I've been praying out of great anguish and sorrow. Who's been praying for something out of great anguish and sorrow that you've fought for it so long, you don't even think anymore it's possible to hear. But God says to you today, I've heard your prayer. Go in peace. It has been granted. Oh, Shendaranaka. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Oh. When the man of God says, your prayers have been answered, I believe that it's a powerful thing in the spirit, and it is walking through. You know, I, as I, you've heard now, I've grew up in Nazna and saw much in there. And there was a very well-known character there called Dirty Dave. He was the motorbike mechanic for town. He had hair that goes to there. And I don't think there's one inch on his body that doesn't have a tattoo on. He was the hippie in town. We all believed that he worked on the motorbikes with black hands and then cleaned it in his hair. And that's how he lived. He lived in a combi outside of his workshop. Okay? Real, real hippie of the 60s that never moved out of it and stayed there and so on. And one day, an evangelist came to town. And Dirty Dave came up and gave his life to the Lord. And he's still serving God. He became treasurer of the church. He became involved in the church. He was there when we moved back to Nisner nearly 20 years later. He was still serving God. A radical man for God. So if there's somebody that you are trusting God to touch, I want to tell you God's going to touch them. Nobody is exempt of the power of God. There's a specific anointing today for spouses. If you are here trusting God for your spouse, either your spouse must still come or your spouse is not serving God, I want you to raise your hand where you are now. If you are trusting God for something to do with your spouse, I want you to just, where you are, raise your hand. Lord God, I call them in. 
I call them to be touched. I call them to be changed. Men and women of God, that they will become powerful in ministry, powerful in the things of God, because you are touching them right now, Lord Jesus. Lord, you said today is the day where you reach the unreachable. You reach the ones that have built walls around themselves and said, nobody's going to touch me. Today, God is touching them. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I want to tell you, Mom and I, in Word of Faith Christian Center in Port Elizabeth, often were in meetings where people run from the place of prayer around the church. I can see, I can see people that we would know they were blind for years and God opens their eyes and they run around seeing and God says there's a revival that that kind of revival coming oh yeah I want to tell you about my friend Andre also in Nisna as young children we were swimming close to the heads and there were steps leading into the water but as boys will be boys we climbed on the rail next to the steps and jumped off there the next minute Andre and I can still remember with a smile on his face is floating past us and says help me help me and we're saying what's wrong laughing at him but he dived in and broke his neck Andre spent months in hospital during our final years of high school we went to visit him time and time again. But he came back and he was in a wheelchair, couldn't speak properly, couldn't walk. And one day somebody had a service up on a mountain where somebody changed a cow shed into a church. They put glass wall on the one side of the cow shed. They took out all the troughs. And somebody who's now my friend on Facebook, Andrew Kennedy's dad, was there and he's ministering. And Andre's mom, who I often visited at home, pushes Andre's wheelchair to the front. He's been in a wheelchair for about five years. He never finished his matric because he couldn't remember properly. He couldn't communicate. And God touches him and he walks out of the wheelchair. He stole a car salesman in Neisner to this very day. He's walking around, he's talking, he has finished his schooling, and he's a successful man with a whole family. Our God can do the impossible. He's still got holes in his head where they drilled a hole to put a hook in so that they could keep his head up in the hospital because he couldn't sit up because his head would fall over. So they put a hook in the bed to put his head up. What is your situation that you need God? Sorry, I need a tissue. Okay. God says, today is your day. Today is your day. Oh. If God can touch my non-breathing little daughter. If God can touch and change the lives of Dirty Dave, if God can touch the life of Andre, can God change your life or somebody you're praying for? This is what I believe is coming in this time. 
the 80s, we went to Word of Faith Christian Center. They had a baptismal bath that started behind the wall. You'd climb in the bath behind the wall, and you could walk onto stage in water, and then walk out again that side. So the back of the stage was a water. So the pastor could stand next to it and pray for people without actually getting in the water. And every Sunday, for years on end, between 10 and 30 people got baptized every single Sunday. The whole of Port Elizabeth churches today are filled with people that got saved in that time. Many of those are running churches in and around the Eastern Cape. God says that kind of anointing is coming onto front line. Expect 10 to 20 salvations every single service. Almary asked me a few times today, are you okay, Dad? Am I right in saying that? Because I was so moved in the night by what God is promising for today. I couldn't actually con concentrate. I told her some things a few times. I said, you must do this. And she said, but you already told me. Why? Because the anointing was so crazy before the service that I couldn't even speak properly. I believe that God says I'm doing something fresh. There's some people here that are holding on by a straw because life has just brought you to the end of your tether. And God says, I'm touching today and I'm turning it around. Oh, Lord Jesus. We need to make space for more salvations. Church, I'm asking you to join me in prayer that we can put a ceiling in here. We can't have church in there without a ceiling. It will be too hot. Even though we've got air conditioners and stuff, we cannot have a service in there. But God says, make room because I'm sending them in. God says, make room, I'm sending them in. Oh, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. Oh, Shikataranaka. Oh, yeah, Lord Jesus. Father, let your power flow through here now. I believe there are people in the service that you are sitting in excruciating back pain right now. God wants to touch you. If you are here and you are experiencing back pain, come forward. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Take that one away. Oh, just move this one to the side. Don't take it away. Just move it to the side for me. Is there anybody with back pain here? Just give me a mask, please. Just, just do the right thing. Make a little space for our usher behind her. There we go. So many people with back pain. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. God has heard your cry about your back pain. God has heard your cry about the back pain. Today, not only your pain is going to be healed, but the cause of the back pain. The cause and the reason for the back pain is 
going to be healed now in Jesus' name. Oh, yendara nakashikatara nongo yembaka. Lord God, I pray that as I lay my hand upon Kenneth Dean, complete healing flows through her in Jesus' name. Oh, yendara nakashandara. This is your day, daughter. This is your day. No more pain in the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I'm making it brand new and I'm removing every cause of this. Oh, whatever needs to be straightened is straightened. And whatever needs to be removed is removed in Jesus' name. This is brand new. Amri, will you take her to the side and find out if there's something that she couldn't do before? And I want to know if she can now do it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Come a little bit closer to me. Oh, Put your hand on your back like this. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord God, Lord God, I call out to you in the name of Jesus. And I say, Father, you promised that complete healing will be done now in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, I want to ask and speak to this back to be healed. Lord, you've done it before. You're going to do it again. I've seen it happen, that everything gets straightened. Your word is very clear about it, Lord Jesus. And I speak to this back and I say, be healed in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The power of God is flowing through you, sister. Oh, yendara nakashika toronongo, yenda kashika paranongo. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Bring me a chair, put a chair behind it. Oh, yendara nakashindara nongo shikata. You've been crying out to God for a long time. You said, God, I'm serious with you. I want this thing stopped. God says, I've heard your cry. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We have to work the miracle and testify if things have changed. Come here, Chanel. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord God, Lord God. I brought you here today. Because I had an appointment with you, says God. I've had an appointment with you. This is just one area that I'm healing today. But there's a whole complete change, God says. Complete change. Completely everything being made new. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Father God says, I love you, and I'm restoring that which I promised to this young girl. That which I promised, and you thought maybe you're not good enough, maybe it's not for you, maybe it's not your time.
God says, everything that was there, I am restoring in Jesus' name. Father, step in now and be healed in the This will be the sign to you that you are called will be the healing that steps from today. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Oh, Lord God. Hey, the plans for this one. Lord, I speak to every muscle around the bone, every muscle in the back be healed in Jesus' name. Everything that has been spasming to stop now in the Lord's name. Lord, when you just walk past all the healing flow, and right now, Jesus is here to heal every part of your body, every bit of your body is healed. You will never again a backpack in Jesus name amen 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 oh yes Lord Jesus yes Lord oh Jesus 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 Lord God the compassion I feel from you for this woman that you just want to love her. Oh, yeah. Just come and hug her for me and hold her while I pray. Jesus, just hug you. God says, I love you. I love you. I love you. God says, I love you more than what you can imagine. I've loved you from day one. I've loved you through all the things that have happened. And today I'm healing in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, the anointing is so strong here this front. Stretch out your hands, people. God's doing something. And you're part of it. You're not just a spectator. Pray in the spirit. Pray in your language. Oh, God loves this woman and God wants to do a miracle. God wants to let her experience not only his love, but his healing power. God says, you will never again doubt who I am because of the experience that you're having today. You will know that Jesus loves you. You will know that God has his hand upon you in more ways than what you can imagine. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord God, the struggle has been a long time. The struggle has been longer and longer and longer. And God says, Daniel, I'm healing you today. I'm putting complete healing in this back. In the name of Jesus, you will accomplish much for God. And God says it's going to accelerate, accelerate, accelerate from here. There's a new anointing. There's a new freshness. And you're going to run in the spirit like you've never run before. Because God says, my hand is upon you, son. My hand is upon you for mighty, mighty things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord God, I pray for his legs as well. That complete healing for his whole body in the name of Jesus. Be healed. Amen. 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 I'm 
I'm also praying online for Shantae in Dubai with a hurting back. Right now, God says, I am healing your back in the name of Jesus. God says, I've heard your prayer, daughter, and I've got you. Your anguish is over in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah. As a young man in my 20s, I developed an ulcer right on the valve where my stomach closes in. So I suffered terribly from reflux. And most of the time when I ate, it ended up in a coughing thing because I couldn't keep anything down and it would push back into my lungs. So we were in a restaurant in Nisner, quite a lonely restaurant, and having some spare ribs and the worst coughing spate that you can imagine came over me. We were having dinner with pastor friends of ours. Eventually, I'm in the restaurant on my knees coughing up food and blood and it's ugly and it's a mess and it's really embarrassing but it's also very 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 painful and I'm on treatment from the doctors but nothing is helping and our pastor friend Lynn gets up she puts her shoulder on my hand and prays for me right there I mean her hand on my shoulder <laughs> forgive the anointing as <laughs> It's difficult to even stand here. And she prays for me right there. The people push tables back and move away from this noisy lot and embarrassment. But from that day, I'm healed. There's still, if they take photos, there's still scarring of the thing. And it sometimes does have a little bit of symptoms when I'm stressed. But there has been no ulcer and I've been on no treatment for ulcer for more than 20 years and that is the kind of healing that I am believing God for in this time oh Jesus 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 oh thank you Lord Jesus there's so much to share I don't know I'm about halfway through my sermon but I'm going to call it here I believe God will continue tonight with more stories and more word about healing tonight not planned as a healing service but i believe god's gonna continue operating in this place let's pray amen if you are sitting here and you're hearing these stories and you're saying well either this man is lying or god is alive then i want to tell you god is saying i am alive god knows the questions you're asking and he is wanting to prove himself real to you. If you are sitting here and you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, you are missing out on what God has for you, both in this life and at the end of your life, there will come a day when you have to give account. And God says, today is your opportunity to step fully into what he has for you. God is saying, if you want to be prayed for, to step into the kingdom of God, not to become part of our church or become a member at any church, but just to say, I am joining the kingdom of God. I'm going to call Jesus my Lord, and I want to understand that He is my Savior. 
then I'd like you to just wherever you are, stand up right now. Oh, Nobody looking around, nobody interfering. For now, allow people this moment to say, are you in right standing with God or do you need to fix up? Then just stand up where you are. And I'm going to pray for you. Oh, God is inviting you to join the eternal kingdom of heaven. Are you wanting to say yes? Or are you already in the kingdom? Amen. Amen. Last call. If there's anybody. I don't want anybody to go home from here without knowing and having a secure understanding that you are part of the kingdom of God and you are safe in the hands of Jesus. Even in online, if you are there and you've never given your life to Christ and you look at this and say, God, I don't understand this, then I want to say this is your moment. God is saying, I'm calling you and I want to touch you in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, I pray that as we go home from here, there's people standing up and saying, I'm ready to give my life to Christ. Lord, I pray for them that they will have an incredible encounter with you. Father, just like so many of us has had that encounter where we felt God tugging at our heartstrings and we said yes and everything changed. So I pray for those that are standing up and on the live stream that their lives will change from this day in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Pastor Wendy is there. She'll take you to the youth center and just make you understand what happened and pray with you. I believe God is going to do a miracle in your life and you are never going to be the same from this place onwards. Amen and amen. Amen. Let me just pray over you too as you go home. Father God, I pray an incredible blessing over everyone that as this rain is blessing the land, so this word will bless our souls and strengthen us and make us more productive than ever before. Come Holy Spirit and touch and change our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 We hope that you enjoyed today's message. Our services are streamed live on our Facebook page every Sunday morning at 9.30. For more information and resources, please go to our website, www.frontlinecitychurch.co.za or look us up on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube.